not in the great outdoors, we're thinking about it. Kender Outdoors, come on into the camp house and make yourself at home. Hey, we're back in the camp house this week, and it's always good to get back home. Really enjoyed our time in Natchitoches, Louisiana, though. It's a beautiful town right down on the Cane River. Just a couple of miles out of town is the Red River, and that's where our huge Mr. Crappie qualifier, Crappie Tournament, was held. If you've ever seen the movie Steel Magnolias, then you've seen Natchitoches, Louisiana. Charming little town. That's where the movie was filmed. Lots of really good stuff to eat. (laughs) And we just had a ball. Hospitality through the roof. Thank you, Natchitoches. Front door to the camp house at Kinder Outdoors is brought to you by my friends at Fortiflora. America's number one canine probiotic is Fortiflora. That's our vets talking. They say that. It stops GI upset and works so well that a lot of folks even use it as a preventative. I know, because I'm one of those folks. If you own a dog, you need to keep Fortiflora in the fridge. Fortiflora. Well, hey, come see me at kinderoutdoors.com, K-I-N-D-E-R, and click on that link to the Sportsmen's Alliance. Sportsmen's Alliance, because my guest on the show today is Brian Lynn with the Sportsmen's Alliance, talking about the good work that they do for you, Mr. Hunter, Mr. Outdoorsman, Mrs. I love to go to the range and shoot my pistol, whoever you are. If you hunt, fish, or shoot, the Sportsman's Alliance is on your team, okay? And they do important work. Good to have you back with us. Brian Lynn, how you been? Really good, Billy. Thanks a lot. I know you went out last Friday and shot a big turkey right in the face. Congratulations. It looks like you did it right, and uh, we're going to have uh, maybe deep-fried turkey for dinner. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, it was a good hunt, you know. Uh, spent a couple days chasing him around and finally, finally got him, so... Uh, yeah, there's definitely going to be some turkey recipes flying around here soon. Now, you're up in the Pacific Northwest, so what kind of birds are you chasing up there? Are they uh, Miriams? Well, we have Miriams and Rios over here where I live, and then have uh, Easterns over on the western side of the state. So we have three of the four subspecies here in Washington State. Oh, okay. So are you a turkey bum? Do you become a turkey bum in the spring, like, you know, you're traveling around chasing the birds? Do you go a lot? No, no, not, and I'm not uh, that ate up with it. I, frankly, probably because I get too ticked off at the at the buggers. Uh, so, <laughs> I, I, like my friend said, you hunt them the first time for fun and for revenge every time after that. So uh, yeah. yeah, I get I get too mad at them. <laughs> when that tom comes just screaming at you right up to a hundred yards and stops and then spends half a day over there and won't come on yeah. in, yeah, that. You, you end up with hard feelings about that stuff. Uh, well, listen, we want to talk a little bit. By the way, if you want to see uh, Brian's big turkey, his big top that he shot uh, just a few days ago, kinderoutdoors.com. Take a look at the bragging board, and you'll see a beautiful bird there, a beautiful setting, too, uh, where that bird was posed up. I want to talk a little bit about the Sportsmen's Alliance. Tell us who is the Sportsmen's Alliance, Brian. Sportsmen's Alliance is a nonprofit advocacy group for hunters, anglers, and trappers. Uh, we've been on the forefront of fighting the animal rights movement, which is our main thrust. That's pretty much what we're about and why we were created in the 1970s. Uh, we fight the animal rights movement, all 50 state legislatures, in state and federal court, and at the ballot box when they try to take away hunting, fishing, or trapping by popular opinion. And, uh, yeah, we don't care 
what color uh, tie you have on, if you're red or blue or what. If you come after uh, hunting, fishing, or trapping, we're going to be there to oppose you. Yeah, and there's constantly a lot of work to, to be done, and we're going to be talking about that good work that the Sportsman's Alliance is doing throughout this whole hour today. I do want to let people know, though, that if this interests you, the uh, website is sportsmensalliance.org. Go take a look at that and take a look at the memberships. You guys offer memberships on several levels if folks want to support. Yeah, pretty much any way and at any level you can get involved, starting at $35 and going up from there for your individual memberships. If you have a business or a kennel or something like that, uh, you can join as a business partner at different levels and get different benefits, ads in the magazine or social you know, pushes and things like that. Uh, clubs, if you have a rod and gun club, you can pool up your money and join at that at some uh, fairly low levels. So any way you want to help, we're appreciative of it, and uh, there's a way for you to do it. Uh, if a membership is not what you're looking for, lots of other ways to support and have fun doing it, the Sportsman's Alliance. Uh, like a, uh, I'm looking at upcoming events, uh, and there's just all kinds of stuff coming up. The Spring Fling Gun Bash looks like a hoot. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a fun one. Uh, and so, and the, what's great about that is, you know, if you're in the Ohio area, you can go to it and have a great time and music and beer and hot dogs and everything else. But if you're not, you can still buy a ticket and win some of the guns. You know, so that's you don't have to be present, and it kind of opens it up to everybody to be a part of it and help support us. How many guns are you guys giving away? Is it, I'm looking oh, here. Is that 42 guns, and you're giving yeah. away a gun every four minutes. It's, yeah, those, yeah, those things are too much fun. Yeah, they're they're trying to keep it hopping and, and keep it fun, and and so it, you know keeps everybody engaged from the time they walk in the door that they could win something every few minutes and. And if you're not there, you still have a chance to win something. So it's great. The non-hunting community is trying to stop our rights to hunt and fish on federal refuges. Sportsman's Alliance is fighting that. Brian, hang on. I want to talk to you about that uh, when we come back from the coffee pot. This corner of the camp house brought to you by Calming Care from the trusted name Purina. Calming Care. Learn more about Calming Care when you come see me at kinderoutdoors.com. This is Wayne LaPierre, and when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. It's time for spring turkeys. Stop in and see the fine folks at Marksman Firearms for guns, ammo, sights, scopes, and accessories. They've got stores in Granbury, Colleen, Mansfield, and Wichita Falls. Texas owned, Texas proud. Military and first responders get a 10% discount, and they offer 90-day layaway, same as cash. For more info, visit MarksmanFirearms.com. Make your mark at Marksman. Life is better outdoors. Relax and find your space at the beautiful vineyards, campground, and cabins on Grapevine Lake. Well known for its peaceful setting, lovely grounds, lakefront views, and accommodating Texas-friendly staff. Our full hookup sites can accommodate all bus or RV sizes and offer 50-amp service, many spacious pull-throughs, cable TV, and lightning-fast Wi-Fi. Our fully furnished cabins make it easy to feel miles away without actually roughing it. Enjoy a partially shaded private beach, large playground, fishing pier, water sport rentals, hiking trails, and more. The on-site camp store offers a wide selection of camping supplies, groceries, and gifts. 
Our landmark pavilion is perfect for your next reunion, rally, or wedding. You'll feel miles away from everything when you're only minutes from anything. Check out historic downtown Grapevine with various entertainment venues, large festivals and events, restaurants, wineries, shopping, and the new world-class Harvest Hall. The Vineyards Campground and Cabins. VineyardsCampground.com. I'm Tom Watson with Bendedney International, asking you to pray for the Navajo people of New Mexico and Arizona. The COVID-19 pandemic has hit these native people exceptionally hard. In many cases, multiple families live in the same home. Water is carried from muddy streams for household use, and medical care is many miles away. I simply ask that you join me in lifting them up to the Lord. To learn more, please visit BendedKnee.org. The Wild Sheep Foundation. Our purpose sounds simple, to put and keep wild sheep on the mountain. But from where we stand to the top of the mountain is a challenging and exciting journey. To be successful, we support the top scientific minds in wildlife research. We tell the story and history of the wild sheep in North America to those around us, like you. And step by step, we protect and grow wild sheep populations. If not for the Wild Sheep Foundation, more than $115 million in care, concern, and conservation work would not have happened over the past 40 years. Important work that has seen our wild sheep populations grow from 25,000 or so in the 1950s to more than 85,000 today. Learn more about the worldwide leader in wild sheep conservation. Secure a membership. Attend a banquet. Bid on an auction item. Make an impact on top of the mountain. WildSheepFoundation.org It is the dream of the animal rights fanatics to suppress your most natural connection to the earth. To sell you a life filled with urban fascinations. To ignore that death is life's unwavering partner. Together, creating a relationship between predator and prey that makes it possible for us all to survive. To the hunter, this world's most honest steward, these fantasies are the poisonous, perverted manipulations of social misfits who would take this planet hostage. They should startle you and awaken you to trust the hunter in your blood. In God We Trust, that fish and story you just told, not so much. Come on, it's camp house time at Kinder Outdoors. Hey, welcome back to our campfire here at Kinder Outdoors, brought to you uh, this corner of the camp house anyway by Calming Care. I was talking about it just before the break. I want you to understand that Calming Care is not a drug. It does very gently and naturally settle the overactive dog, the one that can get destructive during a thunderstorm or tear things up when you leave from work because they miss you. Heartwarming and noble, but that doesn't help pay for the cost of a new couch. Calming care. A lot of people are finding great results or having great results with calming care. It's actually a probiotic that gently works over time. It's not a drug. Calming care. 
Learn more at kinderoutdoors.com. Brian Lynn with the Sportsman's Alliance is with us today. They spend their days and nights fighting for us, hunters, fishermen, and outdoors men and women. And, Brian, the new hot topic out there right now is public refuge land. And there is a push by certain folks to stop our hunting and fishing on these refuges, these public lands. Fill us in. So this goes back to uh, uh, 2020 when the Trump administration expanded hunting and fishing access and opened lands within the National Wildlife Refuge. This started back in 1997. The Sportsman's Alliance actually helped write and push through Congress the 1997 Refuge Improvement Act that made hunting, fishing, trapping priority uses as part of a, a bigger piece. And so ever since then, every president has expanded this. Clinton actually did it. Bush did it. Obama did it. Trump did it. And Biden did it. Well, the Center for Biological Diversity sued over the Trump expansions, saying that habitat, critical habitat would be trampled by hunters, that hunters where uh, grizzly bears exist might shoot a grizzly bear uh, by accident if they were bear hunting. And then they said that lead from spent ammunition and fishing sinkers was poisoned, you know, poisoning and killing animals in the waters and everything else. And so they, they sued over this, and they did the same thing basically back in, like, 2003. The new wrinkle is the lead, but the other two arguments were the same. We defended the ruling. We beat them in 2003. I think the ruling came down in 2004. So this is completely defensible, strong legal standing, strong presidential precedent. And so we're gearing up with Safari Club, Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, and NRA, we were all stuck, going to step in as interveners, and then we get noticed that the Biden administration has entered into a stay of proceedings so they can negotiate a settlement with Center for Biological Diversity. Wow. Wow. So that took all of the discussion out of the matter. Yeah, it, it, it stopped uh, the, the court proceedings and kind of heading towards a, a court date. And now they're in closed-door sessions negotiating over what they're going to take away. And this is public land. These are expanded, you know, access and everything. That's No matter what happens, if they negotiate and settle, sportsmen are going to lose. We're, we're going to lose something. And it looks like they're leaning towards something to take away lead, lead ammunition, and fishing sinkers would become obsolete or not being able to be used on National Wildlife Refuge lands. It could be just the, the named ones under the Trump expansion. It could be the whole wildlife refuge system. We don't know because nobody's communicating with us or telling us or asking us. We're not at the table. And that's, you know, not right when we're the ones that have funded this refuge system duck hunter dollars through the duck stamps have expanded it, you know, billion dollars. And so we deserve to know what's going on and have a say in this. We've been locked out yeah. so far. Pittman Robertson money, I'm sure, is at the forefront of all of this from day one. Yeah. Yep. So so we deserve to be there, but right now it's not, and nobody's giving us any signs of what's going mm -hmm. on. And then to put salt in the in an open wound, if they settle, 
and Center for Biological Diversity is very well known for doing this. It's called Sue and Settle. They'll sue a government agency under the Equal Access to Justice Act, which was meant for small businesses, you know, to take on the government. They abuse it, and they will sue, and when they get a settlement, which is oftentimes cheaper than going to court and whatever else for everybody, then they file to have the government pay their lawyer fees and court costs. In one, I think it was three or four-year stretch, they racked up $15 million in court fees. Wow. Wow. So, yeah. And, you know, hey, they, they, they say lead. They say somebody's going to accidentally shoot a grizzly bear, uh, all of these things. It sounds like they just throw everything up against the wall to see which one may stick. Um, and, but, but all of them are just thinly, they're just thin veils trying to cover their animal worship or something. What's the, the, yep. the what's their true point behind all of this? Cause they don't care if we're shooting lead out there on a refuge. They really don't. Yeah. No, I mean, they just want to end the hunting. They want to end hunting and trapping and they're all animal use. It's almost a religion. And so, that's their ultimate goal, and they'll work to achieve it by any means necessary. And Center for Biological Diversity loves to use the courts. You know, they, they have a ton of lawyers that they hire straight out of college and let them get their experience, and they just burn through them, filing lawsuits, filing comments, filing petitions, and just burn through them. And it uh, doesn't cost them anything if they can get an agency to settle on one of the points, then they get access to have reimbursement of all their costs you know the, these guys like they, they almost it's almost funny if it weren't so tragic it would be funny the names they come up with like the humane society the center for biological diversity all of these names that never really reveal who they truly are yeah yeah it's uh you know a lot of it plays off of what's going on in the media right now but yeah humane society of the united states it co-opted the name Humane Society, right? When you think about Humane Society, everybody thinks of their local dog shelter. You know, take it down to the Humane Society. I, I call it the little h, little s, you know, lowercase. And uh, they, they survive on donations and local taxes. Humane Society of the United States, people get the impression that, you know, capital H, capital S in the United States means that they're an umbrella group. They are not an umbrella group. They do not run one shelter in the United States at all, none. Less than 1% of their budget goes to shelters. So the rest of it goes hmm. to lobbying, legislation, everything else they can think of that can advance their agenda, which is yeah. a vegan diet, no eating animals, no hunting animals, period. Well, we're at the point in this conversation where I would typically say, so if we, uh, the hunters, anglers, conservationists of this nation want to get involved in this fight against uh, them shutting down our hunting and fishing on refuges, who should we contact? But it doesn't sound like it's going to do any good to contact anyone. Yeah, it's, it's tough right now. Uh, you know, so this is a court case. By design, courts are insulated from political pressure. But on the other hand, one, we have, we talked about ways to give if you don't want to become a member or you want to specifically help out in the legal realm. We have a sportsman's legal defense fund. Like if that's your thing that you want to stick it to them in court, you can donate to that and we will assure that that is earmarked for the court cases. 
you know. But beyond that, we're coming into the midterm elections. There's a lot of people out there and uh, political folks who, you know, are up for re-election that you contact them because this is a political decision at this point. The court case isn't, but the decision to sit down and negotiate is completely political. And so the Biden administration needs to know from your representatives and senators that this isn't acceptable. So contacting your uh, representatives or senators to tell them not to negotiate is something you can try to do. Hi everybody, it's World Championship caller Al Morris. When I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm sure thinking about it with Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. At Classic Chevrolet Grapevine, we know all about the early morning memories made in the cab of the truck. Because it's fun to um, be able to uh, do something with my dad and my older brother. So what time did you have to get up this morning to uh, to get all the way down here and dressed and fed and ready to go? 4.30. 4.30. Don't you normally get up about 4.30, though? Mm-hmm. No. no way. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's fun, though, when you're coming out to the dove field to get up that early. It's kind of exciting, isn't it? Yes. There you Very. go. Did you see your daddy shooting at that dove right then? Yes. Do you see that dove still flying? Uh, probably. <laughs> at Classic Chevrolet in Grapevine, Texas, we know that the cab of the truck is a special place. It's where family heritage is carried down the trail. Important things happen here. Trusted conversations, understanding smiles, life's victories and laughter, sometimes tears. We're honored to ride along with your family. ClassicChevrolet.com. Outdoor Texas Camps produces strong young women. Yeah, I was eight, so I was a camper for about three, four years. Like Faith, step one is attend an Outdoor Texas Camp. Get involved, and you never know where it will go from there. This camp like, gave me foundational skills of like how to plan, how to like what does responsibility look like. If they, they can come in knowing nothing, and they will leave with a whole new set of skills. Top-notch instructors teaching outdoor skills, hunting, fishing, and the shooting sports. Young ladies growing confident in their abilities. Like this camp, like, yes, it's about hunting and fishing and their skills learned, but I think they grow up in these camps. We see a kid that doesn't know what, honestly, what responsibility is, and they grow up. Outdoor Texas Camps is now taking enrollment for girls 9 to 17, with $400 scholarships available to young ladies in the North Texas area for Summer Camps 2022. Make it a summer of growth for the young lady in your life. It all starts at OutdoorTexasCamps.com. You know, as bird hunters and bird dog owners, we've seen our wild bird hunting opportunities dwindle in recent years. And if you, like me, don't want to kennel your bird dog in the spring just to let him hibernate till fall, then you should take a long look at the world's largest field trial organization, the National Shoot to Retrieve Association, or NASTRA. This was the very idea of NASTRA's founding fathers back in the 1960s. They wanted to extend time in the field with the dogs that they loved. And it must have been a pretty good idea, because over the years, many thousands of men, women, teens, and families have enjoyed participating in NASTRA field trials. All pointing breeds are welcome, and there's no need to be intimidated. NASTRA sponsors over 1,000 field trials across the U.S. and Canada each year. It's at these trials where your dog can earn his NASTRA championship, qualify for entry into your regional championship, and NASTRA's five national championships. Take a look at our website, nstra.org, and consider visiting a local trial. We look forward to meeting you. 
The Quail Coalition has drawn the line. Quail decline stops here. South and West Texas and Western Oklahoma are the last strong natural regions for wild bobwhite quail. We've all watched the drastic decline across the southern states of the iconic bobwhite. The Quail Coalition has vowed to do all within human power to not only stop quail decline, but build a future where the quail will flourish across all of its original habitat. If true quail conservation is important to you, please visit quailcoalition.org. Consider a membership, attend one of our fundraising banquets, and please consider starting a chapter in your home state. Together, let's sustain and restore huntable wild quail populations. Let's encourage and educate interested youth. Let's keep the most brilliant quail minds on earth working on a bright future for our quails. The first step, visit our website, quailcoalition.org. After spending a few days at Joshua Creek Ranch, I describe it as a sportsman's nirvana. We love creating a unique experience for each of our guests. You know, the interests can vary here from wing shooting to deer hunting to fly fishing to river kayaking. So we have a great variety of guests, and um, we like for them to enjoy everything we have to offer. As I enjoyed the birth of a new day over the rolling hill country ranch that is Joshua Creek, I was amazed at the wildlife, quail, pheasants, native white-tailed deer, trophy class axis deer. We've worked hard on the habitat, planted improved grasses, really with the help of some wildlife biologists studied what would make the best habitat to keep our game here. Mm -hmm. We can hunt easily six, seven, eight groups. And we don't try to do it on 40 acres. I mean, these people get to walk. They get to see some country. Joe and Ann Kirchival invite you to enjoy this free-range ranch just northwest of San Antonio. Visit joshuacreek.com. That view from the porch is pretty awesome this time of year. Let's sit and visit a while at Kinder Outdoors. We're visiting today with a guy that fights for our rights as hunters, fishers, and shooters every day of the year. That's Brian Lynn with the Sportsman's Alliance. And you can learn more about them when you come see me at kinderoutdoors.com, K-I-N-D-E-R. And just click on that link to the Sportsman's Alliance. Scroll down to that United States map. Click on your state, and you'll see what's going on in the courts and in the courthouses across your state that concerns you as a hunter or fisherman. Brian rejoins us in just a couple of minutes. First, I want to give you a T-shirt, though. Here's how that works. You come see me at kinderoutdoors.com. We've got these really cool-looking Kinder Outdoors T-shirts, and I want to give you one. Just register, and we'll do a drawing. We hear from folks all over the U.S. every week that would like to win one of these, and I want to send one to you. It's real simple. Just go register. It's simple, old-fashioned drawing at kinderoutdoors.com, K-I-N-D-E-R. Brian Lynn, welcome back. I couldn't help but uh, notice a headline on uh, on the website, sportsmensalliance.org. You can see the story there, Delaware Bill, a bill in Delaware that bans barking dogs. Fill us in. What's that all about? Well, I, I'm sure this is one of those bills that started off as a good idea for city folks. And I understand. I mean, I work from home, and uh, if you got a dog that's just barking incessantly, 
Yeah, I love dogs, but sometimes I want to do something bad to it if I, it doesn't shut up after a couple <laughs> hours. I get it, you know. But a lot of I these bills, too. and we see this a lot. We see this a lot that like it's a well-intentioned bill, but enforced to the letter of the law, sportsmen are going to be in trouble. So this bill was introduced to say that you know you can be fined if your dog barks for more than 15 minutes, right? So. Okay, that works for the city folks, I guess. But what if you have a sporting dog kennel in the country? What if you're out in the country? There's no delineation of within city limits, out in the country, whatever. There's not even a delineation to say that during hunting. So if you have hounds, you know, Jason Coons or whatever, if it's barking and baying for more than 15 minutes, you're going to get sighted. So that's one of those bills where it's like, okay, it was well-intentioned, it was meant for this audience and this application, but the way it's written, so broadly written, that it's going to catch sportsmen in this. So we need to get this fixed. Yeah, yeah. How do you go about getting that fixed? What do you do? Well, well usually we're uh, making calls to whoever introduced it and sponsored it and trying to say, hey, we need to get some exceptions made here and exempt hunting, exempt sporting dog kennels, exempt, you know, this application of it, you know. And so we do that, work on the back side, let people know, so they call in, so they, uh, you know, their time is being spent answering phone calls and trying to explain to people that this, you know, is a good thing. Meanwhile, they get tired of it, and they ask, you know, hey, stop calling us, stop bugging us, or they'll say, no, give us an exemption. You know, or change it or kill it, whatever needs to happen. So it's just uh, different uh, pressure points and uh, talking to them, if, whether they're open to talking or not. Sometimes they are, sometimes they're not. Sometimes you need to, well, unleash the hounds, I guess, <laughs> and let people call them all day. <laughs> but not for more than 15 minutes, okay? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, if I'm a coon hunter, I'm training my dog to bay. Yeah. And, and uh, you right. know, yeah, this could be a right. bad deal. I'm, so. I'm a field trial guy, and uh, when I go to a field trial where we all come together with our dogs, there are dogs barking from 6 a.m. until we wrap it up and haul them home that night. There's, you know, there's hundreds of dogs there, and yeah. a lot of them are going to be at any given moment barking. So this could affect a lot of people. Uh, this next segment or a part that I want to talk about, and I've only got about four minutes to cover this, but we could just name it California because California is <laughs> always up. It's all, they're always up to stuff in California. What's going on out there? Um, like the marketing yeah. bill. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's always stuff coming out of California. Usually it's bad. Uh, the marketing bill is a, you know, perfect example. It's uh, a bill that was introduced you know, kind of along the lines of, you know, you can't market cigarettes to kids. Well, they're saying you can't market guns to kids. And you can't market, you know, and marketing is a very broad term. Anything that would appeal to a to a child would be banned. Uh, I don't know how you educate a child without talking to them about guns, without showing them guns, without them handling guns, uh, without using guns that were specifically built for children. So your smaller guns, your smaller framed guns, uh, lower gauges, things like that, if they're designed for youth to use, it would become illegal. So it's one of those big 
way too broadly written bills that actually probably has a chance to pass since it's California. Hmm. They've been trying to ban bear hunting out there. How's that fight? Well, uh, yep, they've been trying. Last year they tried to ban it with a legislation. A guy out of uh, uh, San Francisco there uh, introduced a bill, and everybody had backlash. He quickly pulled it, which was good. This year, Humane Society just skipped trying to do a bill. They went straight to Fish and Wildlife and filed a petition saying to ban bear hunting. It's the same argument they've been using up and down the West Coast. Uh, here in Washington, California, they use in Colorado and Arizona and everywhere else, is they're saying that the science isn't good enough. We don't know what the populations are exactly. And so until we have an exact count of how many bears are in the woods, we can't hunt them. So that's what they asked uh, California Fish and Game to do, was stop all bear hunting until that data was in hand, which, of course, is damn near impossible. And even if you do get a count, it's going to change by the time all the studies and everything else and the laws are complete. That went in, lots and lots of comments from both sides. Hunters were very actively engaged, so it was great to see. And it just came back the other day that uh, the California Fish and Game rejected the petition unanimously. There we go. So for right Pretty now, good. they're safe. <laughs> Good news. We're talking to Brian Lynn with the Sportsmen's Alliance. If you're not a member, you ought to be. We're going to take a short break and then come back because I want you to set us straight on wolves. Brian, can you do that? I can give it a shot. I always enjoy my visits with Brian Lynn with the Sportsman's Alliance, and we have more ground to cover uh, when we come back from the coffee pot. First of all, a little draw information for you, Arizona, and their big game super raffle. Uh, that draw is open right now. We're talking about seven of the state's big game tags, bighorn sheep, elk, mule deer, white-tailed deer, pronghorn, bison, and turkey. This is the Arizona Big Game Super Raffle. Tickets are available for $5 each, up to $25 each, depending upon the species. And ticket sales for these tags go directly to on-the-ground conservation. The deadline to enter the 17th annual Arizona Big Game Super Raffle is Sunday, July 10th at 10 p.m. Arizona time. No limit to the number of raffle tickets that you can order. Winners' names will be drawn on July 20th. The Vermont Moose Season Lottery is now open. Deadline to apply Wednesday, June 22nd. And by the way, you gain points each year that you apply, increasing your odds of being drawn. But you lose all of your points if you don't apply for a year. So even if you don't plan on hunting this year, you ought to put in for a permit and click bonus point only for the state of Vermont. Interesting bit of news coming out of the state of Iowa. It's always been illegal to hunt turkeys with a 410 shotgun, but not anymore. The Iowa legislature recently passed a law allowing 410s as a legal method of take to hunt wild turkeys. This new law kicks in July 1st. That'll be after the spring season and DNR will develop rules to implement the new law. Iowa's spring turkey season began April 8th with the youth-only season, followed by the general turkey season. 410 shotguns, a new challenge for you Iowa turkey hunters. Hi, this is Walt Garrison. And you know when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. You've worked hard your entire life, 
And now that place is yours. Ensure the security of your livestock and wildlife with Tejas Ranch and Game Fence. You appreciate a job well done, and that's our focus at Tejas. High deer fence, horse and cattle specific fences, fences that keep the hogs out and the peace of mind intact. Decades of high performance in fencing, land clearing, and happy landowners. T-E-J-A-S, TejasRanchFencing.com. When Cinnamon Creek Ranch Wild Game Processing converts your venison or pork into breakfast sausage or ground meat, it's a hands-down hit. But step outside the box this year. Cinnamon Creek Wild Game Processing has sausages for every taste. I don't know, probably 30 or more. We have German, hickory, hot links, uh, jalapeno, cheese links, regular jalapeno, and cracked black pepper, Cajun sausage, all kinds of sausage. Our chipotle and cheese is actually our number one seller. We just came out with a hatch chili and cheese summer sausage to complement our links. And we also have a uh, Frito chili cheese pie sausage this year, which is kind of off the charts, but the kids love it. So it's kind of one of those new twists. <laughs> Located just north of Fort Worth, Texas, Cinnamon Creek Wild Game Processing. Experts with all wild game. Visit CinnamonCreekRanch.com. This is Woody, Woody's fairly reliable guide service up on Rainy Lake, Minnesota. I've been taking families, friends, and corporate groups fishing for more than 40 years. Crappie, smallmouth, walleye, and monster pike await you right outside your lodge door. Not only can I show you a wonderful time on Rainy Lake, I can sell you your very own island as I'm a realtor too. So we can do it all up here and take a two-nation vacation with Woody. Over 90% of our customers make it back to dock safely. We hope you're one of them. Woody at RainyLake.com. See you here. From the deck of your private cabin overlooking the confluence of the famous White and Norfolk Rivers at Norfolk Resort Trout Dock, you can see crystal clear running waters that hold one of the world's greatest populations of rainbow and brown trout. In fact, this is the home of world record trout. You might be distracted, though, by the beautiful rolling Ozark Mountains that hold you during your stay. Just up the road a few miles is incredible bass fishing for largemouth, smallmouth, and spots. You'll find the best guides in the business at Norfolk Resort, and your boat is just a short walk from your cabin. Your guide will find a gravel shoal perfect for preparing a hot shore lunch with fresh-caught trout and all the trimmings. You'll think about a nap after lunch, but there's more fish to catch and river to explore before retiring to your fully furnished riverside hideaway. Sound good? Of course it does. Norfolk Resort Trout Dock in Norfolk, Arkansas. NorfolkResort.com Dove hunting in Argentina is well documented, but as my friends at JJ Caseria, Cordoba Doves will tell you, the duck hunting is unmatched anywhere in the world. Lane Balky is the U.S. representative for JJ Caseria. The duck lodge uh, is in Corrientes. We shoot 30 ducks in the morning and 10 per days in the afternoon. We have 11 different species of ducks. We have a duck season from the 15th of April to the 31st of August. You are assured before you ever leave American soil that you're going to feel welcome and at home when you hunt with your new friends at J.J. Castoria. Our lodge is beautiful. It's four years old. It has 10 double bedrooms, all with private baths, all heated and air-conditioned. Uh, it's very comfortable. We don't put on air, so you'll feel as relaxed in the lodge as you do in your living room. Hunt world-class doves and ducks in Argentina. Plan next year now by visiting CordobaDoves.com. My name is Jose Grasso, the owner of JJ Caseria. Can see me in Argentina. 
we the people and our right to bear arms and our right to free speech gather here. This is Kinder Outdoors. I need to say hello to a couple of folks. Robin Dodson, Double Oak, Texas. Thank you very much for listening to Kinder Outdoors and for dropping by the website saying hello. And Michael Pritchett in Chicago, Illinois. Thank you, Michael. Special guest on the show today, Brian Lynn with the Sportsman's Alliance. Really special group of people that fight for our hunting and fishing rights all across the U.S. And Brian, you guys have been really faithful to educate our kids, upcomers, about our heritage as well. So what we've worked on now for the last year or so, and actually we're just wrapping up our first year of it, is Conservation Adventures. It's a science curriculum that is in public high schools. And it is fantastic. It's, uh, we're in 71 schools this year, about 2,000 kids. And it is a daily science class. They're learning principles of science through the North American model of conservation. So they're learning every single day a new aspect of it. And it's centered around the things that fund the model. Hunting, fishing, trapping, boating, and sports shooting. And so they learn all this stuff. It's very hands-on where they're doing labs, testing the breaking strength of fishing knots. Instead of dissecting a frog, state employee will bring in a deer carcass, skin it, quarter it out, give the kids a chunk. They'll butcher it down into steaks and chops and things, find out where the organs are. This has been a phenomenal success so far. Wow, I guess so. What if someone is listening today, a principal, a school board member, a parent, and they want this in their school? Yeah, just call us up at the Sportsman's Alliance, and we will. We have a team of guys that uh, – you know, our educators that uh, know how to help you push, put this through your uh, school board. If you're a teacher, they'll help you do it. It's a complete turnkey operation. So for the teacher, there's lesson plans already made. There's labs made. Uh, you know, we're kind of a hub, so we can connect you with your local NWTF chapter or deer guy or the state guy who can come in and help do those labs. And, uh, yeah, we'd love to have it. It's phenomenal and it's so important for kids to understand this stuff, especially when so much of what's decided happens by public opinion, ballot initiative, social media. We want these kids to have this understanding of the model so that when it comes time for them to vote or there is a ballot initiative or legislation, they can go, you know what, this doesn't quite make sense. I remember in high school I took this class or that's not how this works and they reject those ideas. Any uh, any truck stop up and down any interstate in any state whatsoever, even if they don't have a wolf in their state, any truck stop will sell you an Afghan with a picture of a howling wolf on it. They're very popular, Brian, in a lot of places. People either love them or they hate them. <laughs> People that have to deal with them every day with their livestock are not real fond of them. What, there's been a big wolf fight in our nation for years. Can you kind of put it in a nutshell for folks that don't understand? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, the wolves were reintroduced into the Yellowstone area. Up in the Great Lakes, they were never ex- extirpated. They, they've always been there. But they they were all listed under the Endangered Species Act. Therefore, no state management takes control. Wisconsin, Michigan, Minnesota huge populations out of control have surpassed all thresholds for delisting. That's been a court case Sportsman's Alliance have been fighting for about 15 years now, maybe a few years longer. And they're running out of arguments, and 
the last court case or the last ruling from that case said, nope, they're going to stay listed, but they upheld our argument saying that they can be delisted by distinct population. The animal rights movement said distinct population. You can only put them on the list, you know, if a section or a couple of states of the populations, you can only put them on the list. You can't take them off. They upheld that. We said we can take them off. So now the uh, fishing and wildlife just has to kind of go through the process, dot the I's, cross the T's, show that they've done the work to delist them. So that's the way forward in wolves. There's also a lower 48 wolf listing, if you remember, uh, the Trump administration delisted wolves throughout the lower 48. That went to court. It was rejected. So that's left all the wolves except the ones in Wyoming and uh, Wyoming, Idaho, and uh, Montana back on the endangered species list. So no state management. So the way forward is distinct population segment, it looks like. And the wheels of justice in the court system are super slow. Like I said, it's been almost two decades when we're fighting the battle, and we're still fighting it, and we'll keep fighting it. Mm. Yeah, and that fight just goes on and on and on. The, the, the wolf has kind of become the poster boy, along with the grizzly, uh, for the yep. anti-hunting crowd. Yeah, it's uh, they're big money makers too. So you start throwing things out on social media with wolves and grizzlies, and talk about you know sacred this and sacred that and and whatever else, and make this emotional appeal. Uh, people give money, so it's a cash cow. So. They love using it. They put a, you know, they don't show the grizzly bear or the wolf eating somebody's cow or somebody what somebody looks like after they're mauled. And they show them with pups or they show the pups or the cubs, you know, a mama bear with, uh, with some grizzly cubs. And people just have this visceral internal reaction and Disney movies come to mind and everybody wanting to save things that they don't understand and, that management is needed, and so it's a big emotional appeal and grab that works for them and makes them a ton of money. Yep, there you go. Uh, take a look at the Sportsman's Alliance website. Great website, by the way, very informative. Uh, if you're interested in these things, you could spend a half a day uh, cruising around the website. Click on Government Affairs when you get there, and you can scroll down to uh, a U.S. map and click on your home state and find out what kind of legislative issues, what kind of issues uh, that affect hunters, fishers, outdoors, men and women uh, in your state just very quickly. Uh, lots going on, uh, you know, with the exotic game and food banks in Texas. And uh, the, the, they're always after our dogs in every state, hunting dogs. Uh, so you can get uh, read up and fed up and, and uh, make your donation uh, to the uh, – you ought to use that as your slogan, get read up and fed up at sportsmansalliance.org. <laughs> I like it. I like <laughs> and, it. And help these guys out. When we open the show, we talked about memberships a little bit. I want you to do that again before we wrap it up, Brian. Yeah, just join on online there, sportsmens, M-E-N-S, sportsmensalliance.org. Anything you want uh, from $35 on up uh, – Business partners, whatever. If you're if you're in the in the outdoors as a you know company, you can join as a business partner. Get advertising the magazine online, whatever it is. However you want to give to us, there's a way to do it. Legal defense fund or just a straight donation. Kids, whatever earmark it. However you want to do this, we're happy to uh, 
have the support and to try to protect our passions and heritage going forward. Yeah, and that spring fling, they're going to give away a bunch of guns at the Sportsman's Alliance, and you don't have to be present to win. This thing is coming up real soon, uh, and all of the details for the 2022 spring fling gun bash uh, coming up real soon. Uh, or it can be found at sportsmensalliance.com, and it is coming up next month in May. Yep, and you don't have to be present, so you can uh, buy a ticket and 42 guns being given away. you got a pretty good chance there. There you go. Brian, it's always a pleasure to talk to you, and uh, I'm going to be bugging you again from time to time, okay? Always appreciate it. You holler anytime, Billy. Hey, pay me a visit at kinderoutdoors.com, K-I-N-D-E-R, quick and easy link to the Sportsman's Alliance and everything that uh, Brian Lynn was talking about on the show today. If you missed any of it, stick around. We're going to do it again right here at Kinder Outdoors. We love to hear from you and would appreciate you letting us know how you hear the show. Drop us a note when you visit us at kinderoutdoors.com and let us know where you listen and how you listen. Podcast, broadcast, AM, FM, satellite. It would help us to know how we get to your place. Let's stretch our legs a little bit, grab a fresh cup of coffee, and then meet right back here in the camp house at Kinder Outdoors. Thanks for hanging out with us. fish came from our waters, the meat from our fields, the heritage and history from our hearts. Glad you're in camp with us at Kinder Outdoors. You know, when the Ducks Unlimited Expo was at Texas Motor Speedway a few weeks back, I had a great opportunity to spend a lot of time with my friend Tom Dock and world-renowned uh, dog trainer out of Northfield, Minnesota, and we were talking about the great attributes of Purina Pro Plan, how that dog food, that fuel stands so far apart from any other option that it's just not even a choice to feed something else. Not for Tom, not for me, not for 89% of the field trial champions across North America. And for your working dogs, it's Pro Plan Performance Formula. In the purple sport bag, 30% protein, 20% fat. Pick up a bag of that Woods Ranch and Home Stores. Special guest on the show today is a guy uh, representing an organization that works really hard for you and me as hunters, fishers, and outdoors folks. They keep their eyes glued on the courts and the judicial system across the United States, watching for people that would try to infringe on our rights to hunt, fish, and go to the Sporting Clays Range. Then they fight tooth and nail to protect those rights. They're called the Sportsman's Alliance. You can learn more about them at kinderoutdoors.com. And in case you missed my conversation with Brian Lynn last hour, hey, here we go again. Really good, Billy. Thanks a lot. I know you went out last Friday and shot a big turkey right in the face. Congratulations. It looks like you did it right. And uh, we're going to have uh, maybe deep fried turkey for dinner. Yep, yep. We uh, It was a good hunt, you know. Uh, spent a couple of days chasing them around and finally, finally got him, so... Uh, yeah, there's definitely going to be some turkey recipes flying around here soon. 
Now, you're up in the Pacific Northwest, so what kind of birds are you chasing up there? Are they uh, Miriams? Well, we have Miriams and Rios over here where I live, and then have uh, Easterns over on the western side of the state. So we have three of the four subspecies here in Washington State. Oh, okay. So are you a turkey bum? Do you become a turkey bum in the spring, like, you know, you're traveling around chasing the birds? Do you go a lot? No, no, not, not, not uh, that ate up with it i frankly probably because i get too ticked off at the at the buggers uh so <laughs> I, I, like my friend said you hunt them the first time for fun and for revenge every time after that so uh, yeah. yeah i get i get too mad at them <laughs> when that tom comes just screaming at you right up to 100 yards and stops and then spends half a day over there and won't come on in yeah, yeah that you, you end up with hard feelings about that stuff. Uh, well, listen, we want to talk a little bit. By the way, if you want to see uh, Brian's big turkey, his big top that he shot uh, just a few days ago, kinderoutdoors.com. Take a look at the bragging board, and you'll see a beautiful bird there, beautiful setting, too, uh, where that bird was posed up. I want to talk a little bit about the Sportsmen's Alliance. Tell us who is the Sportsmen's Alliance, Brian. Sportsmen's Alliance is a nonprofit advocacy group for hunters, anglers, and trappers. Uh, we've been on the forefront of fighting the animal rights movement, which is our main thrust. That's pretty much what we were about and why we were created in the 1970s. Uh, we fight the animal rights movement, all 50 state legislatures, in state and federal court, and at the ballot box when they try to take away hunting, fishing, or trapping by popular opinion. And, uh, yeah, we don't care what color uh, tie you have on, if you're red or blue or what. If you come after uh, hunting, fishing, or trapping, we're going to be there to oppose you. Yeah, and there's constantly a lot of work to, to be done, and we're going to be talking about that good work that the Sportsman's Alliance is doing throughout this whole hour today. I do want to let people know, though, that if this interests you, the uh, website is sportsmensalliance.org. Go take a look at that and take a look at the memberships. You guys offer memberships on several levels if folks want to support. Yeah, pretty much any way and at any level you can get involved, starting at $35 and going up from there for your individual memberships. If you have a business or a kennel or something like that, uh, you can join as a business partner at different levels and get different benefits, ads in the magazine or social you know, pushes and things like that. Uh, clubs, if you have a rod and gun club. You can pool up your money and join at that at some uh, fairly low levels. So any way you want to help, we're appreciative of it, and uh, there's a way for you to do it. Uh, if a membership is not what you're looking for, lots of other ways to support and have fun doing it, the Sportsman's Alliance. Uh, like a, uh, I'm looking at upcoming events, uh, and there's just all kinds of stuff coming up. The Spring Fling Gun Bash looks like a hoot. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a fun one. Uh and so, and the, what's great about that is, you know, if you're in the Ohio area, you can go to it and have a great time and music and beer and hot dogs and everything else. But if you're not, you can still buy a ticket and win some of the guns, you know. So that's, you don't have to be present. And it kind of opens it up to everybody to be a part of it and help support us. How many guns are you guys giving away? Is it, I'm looking oh, here. Is that 42 guns. And you're giving yeah. away a gun every four minutes. It's, yeah, those, yeah, those things are too much fun. Yeah, they're they're trying to keep it hopping and, and keep it fun, and and so it, you know keeps everybody engaged from the time they walk in the door that they could win something every few minutes, and 
And if you're not there, you still have a chance to win something. So it's great. This Corner of the Camp House brought to you by Purina Pro Plan with lots of different formulas because there are lots of different dogs. Every age, puppy, senior citizen, somewhere in between. Working dog, couch potato, even dogs with special conditions. You'll find a Pro Plan formula specifically built for your dog. Learn more about Pro Plan at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. Hey, it's Alan Jones Jr. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. Hey, crappie anglers. Crappie season is here. Wally Marshall, Mr. Crappie here to tell you about all of the new crappie products for 2022. Check out the all-new Wally Marshall Classic Signature Rods by Lou's. The Wally Marshall Classic Series starts at 5 foot 6 and all the way up to 16 foot in length. IM8 graphite construction, cork handles, stainless steel guides, super light for all day use, and the perfect trolling and casting rods on the market today. Now for you live scopers out there, the Wally Marshall Pro Target rods are designed with IM8 graphite blanks, stainless steel guides, and wind grip handles. No slip with a grip when you're trying to boat flip a three-pounder. Pro Target rods are the best for live scope, trolling, and perfect for wade fishing and heavy cover. All new Mr. Crappie Colors and Crappie Thunder, Slabalicious, Jokers, and Shad Pose. Tennessee Mist, White, Who Dat, and Don't Miss the School Bus. All crappie anglers should keep the Mr. Crappie Slabomatic Electric Filet Knife handy too. StrikeKing.com, Lose.com, and SmithsProducts.com. After spending a few days at Joshua Creek Ranch, I describe it as a sportsman's nirvana. We love creating a unique experience for each of our guests. You know, the interests can vary here from wing shooting to deer hunting to fly fishing to river kayaking. So we have a great variety of guests, and um, we like for them to enjoy everything we have to offer. As I enjoyed the birth of a new day over the rolling hill country ranch that is Joshua Creek, I was amazed at the wildlife, quail, pheasants, native white-tailed deer, trophy class axis deer. We've worked hard on the habitat, planted improved grasses, really with the help of some wildlife biologists studied what would make the best habitat to keep our game here. Mm -hmm. We can hunt easily six, seven, eight groups and we don't try to do it on 40 acres. I mean these people get to walk, they get to see some country. Joe and Ann Kirchival invite you to enjoy this free range ranch just northwest of San Antonio. Visit Joshua Creek Dot com. U.S. Highway 287 carries elk hunters and fly fishers, snow skiers and bird dog chasers, 72-ounce steak eaters, buried Cadillac picture takers, antelopers, prairie doggers, and rattlesnakers. The Herdware Store sits on Highway 287 near Goodnight, Texas. Now, only 18 people live around here, so to keep the lights turned on, we need you 287 travelers to stop by. Come in out of the weather and take a look at the most unique store between the Gulf and Pacific coasts. One-of-a-kind artwork, jewelry, knives, and more. Feel the luxurious softness and warmth of bison socks, gloves, hats, beanies, blankets, and scarves. You'll think it's cashmere, and it's warmer than wool. Our sister company, Buffalo Wool, produces the finest bison products on the planet. The herdware store is boots and shoes, bison blankets and throws, even bison meats for the road. The Herdware Store, 42 miles southeast of Amarillo. Hey, drop by right now at herdware.net. Life is better outdoors. Relax and find your space at the beautiful vineyards, campground, and cabins on Grapevine Lake. Well known for its peaceful setting, lovely grounds, lakefront views, and accommodating Texas-friendly staff, our full hookup sites can accommodate all bus or RV sizes. 
and offer 50-amp service, many spacious pull-throughs, cable TV, and lightning-fast Wi-Fi. Our fully furnished cabins make it easy to feel miles away without actually roughing it. Enjoy a partially shaded private beach, large playground, fishing pier, water sport rentals, hiking trails, and more. The on-site camp store offers a wide selection of camping supplies, groceries, and gifts. Our landmark pavilion is perfect for your next reunion, rally, or wedding. You'll feel miles away from everything when you're only minutes from anything. Check out historic downtown Grapevine with various entertainment venues, large festivals and events, restaurants, wineries, shopping, and the new world-class Harvest Hall. The Vineyards Campground and Cabins, vineyardscampground.com. Outdoorsmen and women, hunters, shooters, and fishers are the reason that wild creatures roam bountifully in wild places. This is where we come together to talk about it. Kinder Outdoors. Certain people are attacking our hunting and fishing rights on our public refuge system. Sportsman's Alliance is fighting that. Tell us the details, Brian Lynn. So this goes back to... uh... Uh, 2020, when the Trump administration expanded hunting and fishing access and opened lands within the National Wildlife Refuge. This started back in 1997. The Sportsman's Alliance actually helped write and push through Congress the 1997 Refuge Improvement Act that made hunting, fishing, trapping priority uses as part of a, a bigger piece. And so ever since then, every president has expanded this. Clinton actually did it, Bush did it, Obama did it, Trump did it, and Biden did it. Well, the Center for Biological Diversity sued over the Trump expansions, saying that habitat, critical habitat would be trampled by hunters, that hunters where uh, grizzly bears exist might shoot a grizzly bear uh, by accident if they were bear hunting. And then they said that lead from spent ammunition and fishing sinkers was poisoned, you know, poisoning and killing animals in the waters and everything else. And so they they sued over this, and they did the same thing basically back in like 2003. The new wrinkle is the lead, but the other two arguments were the same. We defended the ruling. We beat them in 2003. I think the ruling came down in 2004. So this is completely defensible, strong legal standing, strong presidential precedent, and so we're gearing up with Safari Club, Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, and NRA. We were all st- going to step in as interveners, and then we get noticed that the Biden administration has entered into a stay of proceedings so they can negotiate a settlement with Center for Biological Diversity. Wow. Wow. So that took all of the discussion out of the matter. Yeah, it, it, it stopped uh, the, the court proceedings and kind of heading towards a, a court date. And now that they're in closed-door sessions negotiating over what they're going to take away. And this is public land. These are expanded, you know, access and everything. That's No matter what happens, if they negotiate and settle, sportsmen are going to lose. We're, we're going to lose something. And it looks like... They're leaning towards something to take away lead. Lead ammunition and fishing sinkers would become obsolete or not being able to be used on National Wildlife Refuge lands. It could be 
just the, the named ones under the Trump expansion. It could be the whole wildlife refuge system. We don't know because nobody's communicating with us or telling us or asking us. We're not at the table. And that's, you know, not right when we're the ones that have funded this refuge system. Duck hunter dollars through the duck stamps have expanded it, you know, a billion dollars. And so we deserve to know what's going on and have a say in this. We've been locked out yeah. so far. Pittman Robertson money, I'm sure, is at the forefront of all of this from day one. Yeah. Yep. So so we deserve to be there, but right now it's not, and nobody's giving us any signs of what's going on. And then to put salt in, the, in an open wound, if they settle, and Center for Biological Diversity is very well known for doing this. It's called Sue and Settle. They'll sue a government agency under the Equal Access to Justice Act, which was meant for small businesses, you know, to take on the government. They abuse it, and they will sue, and when they get a settlement, which is oftentimes cheaper than going to court and whatever else for everybody, then they file to have the government pay their lawyer fees and court costs. In one, I think it was three or four-year stretch, they racked up $15 million in court fees. Wow. Wow. So, yeah. And, you know, hey, they, they, they say lead. They say somebody's going to accidentally shoot a grizzly bear, uh, all of these things. It sounds like they just throw everything up against the wall to see which one may stick. Um, and, but, but all of them are just thinly, they're just thin veils trying to cover their animal worship or something. What's the, the, yep. the what's their, true point behind all of this because they don't care if we're shooting lead out there on a refuge they really don't yeah no i mean they just want to end the hunting they want to end hunting and trapping and they're all animal use it's almost a religion and so that's their ultimate goal and they'll work to achieve it by any means necessary and center for biological diversity loves to use the courts you know they they have a ton of lawyers that they hire straight out of college and let them get their experience, and they just burn through them, filing lawsuits, filing comments, filing petitions, and just burn through them. And it uh, doesn't cost them anything. If they can get an agency to settle on one of the points, then they get access to have reimbursement of all their costs. You know, these guys, they, they almost it's almost funny. If it weren't so tragic, it would be funny. The names they come up with, like the Humane Society, the Center for Biological Diversity, all of these names that never really reveal who they truly are. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, a lot of it plays off of what's going on in the media right now. But, yeah, Humane Society of the United States, it co-opted the name Humane Society, right? When you think about Humane Society, Everybody thinks of their local dog shelter, you know, and take it down to the Humane Society. I, I call it the little h, little s, you know, lowercase. And uh, they, they survive on donations and local taxes. Humane Society of the United States, people get the impression that, you know, capital H, capital S in the United States means that they're an umbrella group. They are not an umbrella group. They do not run one shelter in the United States at all. None. Less than 1% of their budget goes to shelters. So the rest of it goes to lobbying, legislation, everything else they can think of that can advance their agenda, which is a vegan diet, no eating animals, no hunting animals, 
period? Well, we're at the point in this conversation where I would typically say, so if we, uh, the hunters, anglers, conservationists of this nation, want to get involved in this fight against uh, them shutting down our hunting and fishing on refuges, who should we contact? But it doesn't sound like it's going to do any good to contact anyone. Yeah, it's, it's tough right now. Uh, you know, so this is a court case. By design, courts are insulated from political pressure. But on the other hand, one, we have, we talked about ways to give if you don't want to become a member or you want to specifically help out in the legal realm. We have a sportsman's legal defense fund. Like if that's your thing that you want to stick it to them in court, you can donate to that and we will assure that that is earmarked for the court cases, you know. But beyond that, we're coming into the midterm elections. There's a lot of people out there and uh, political folks who, you know, are up for re-election that you contact them because this is a political decision at this point. The court case isn't, but the decision to sit down and negotiate is completely political. And so the Biden administration needs to know from your representatives and senators that this isn't acceptable. So contacting your uh, representatives or senators to tell them not to negotiate is something you can try to do. Interesting stuff, huh? Brian Lynn with the Sportsman's Alliance. They fight for our rights as outdoorsmen, hunters, fishers, trappers, dog folks, bird dogs, coon dogs, field trailers. Speaking of dogs, up in Delaware, there's a... Uh, <laughs> there is talk of barring the dogs from barking. I wouldn't make this stuff up. A whole lot more from Brian Lynn when we come back from the coffee pot at Kinder Outdoors. Brought to you by Purina Pro Plan, the world's greatest dog fuel. Lots of different formulas, and you're going to see a healthier dog after you make the switch to the formula that's perfect for your dog. Keep your eyes on him. Take pictures. It only takes a couple of weeks to notice that you've got a healthier dog on ProPlan. And it's at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. Hey, everybody. It's Dominic Zamito with Two Rivers Fly Shop in North Fork, Arkansas. When I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm sure thinking about it with Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. Billy, are you thinking? It looks like you've got a heck of a hole in your waders there. These are unsettling and even scary times for many people. But for others, there's peace, even as an angry world cries out. The source of that peace is Jesus Christ. I'm John Watson, pastor at Cornerstone Bible Church in Roanoke, Texas. At Cornerstone, we teach the Bible with no man-made religion added in. Join us online Sunday mornings at 1015 Central at csbiblechurch.org. It's just God's Word, csbiblechurch.org. Some of the most outstanding memories in Brendan's young life have been the hunting trips that he takes with Dad. Duck, doves, quail. But the good times aren't just reserved for the dove field or the deer blind. They all start in the cab of that classic Chevrolet when you pull out of the drive. Um, the corner store gets snack and they just talk about Bucky's. Because it's Bucky's. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun hiding from the cold with Dad in a duck blind. And the ice doesn't seem that bad out in that old flat-bottom boat. For a little while. A decoy, he starts it up, and sometimes the decoys make noises, I think. Or if it does, if that doesn't work, he just uses his call. And then they just 
come, but sometimes we come back with nothing. But home away from home is that classic Chevrolet. I love sleeping in the car and waking up still in the car so I can just feel the comfort knowing that will be fun. At Classic Chevrolet, we sell memory makers. Come get yours. ClassicChevrolet.com This is Woody, Woody's Fairly Reliable Guide Service, up on Rainy Lake, Minnesota. I've been taking families, friends, and corporate groups fishing for more than 40 years. Crappie, smallmouth, walleye, and monster pike await you right outside your lodge door. Not only can I show you a wonderful time on Rainy Lake, I can sell you your very own island, as I'm a realtor too. So we can do it all up here and take a two-nation vacation with Woody. Over 90% of our customers make it back to dock safely. We hope you're one of them. Woody at RainyLake.com. See you here. Don't head to the country without stopping at Teskey's Outdoors and Weather. I'm Randy Jackson reminding you that we are on the way to the ranch just west of Weatherford on the south side of Interstate 20. We have rifles, pistols, shotguns, all from dependable names like Smith & Wesson, Browning, Beretta, Christensen, Megara, Six Hour, Winchester, and many more. Be sure to ask about our used gun selection too. Teskey's Outdoors can deck you out for the field and the boat with outdoor wear from Patagonia, Cool, Sims, Howler Brothers, Ariat, Free Fly, Sitka, North Face, and many others. We are a one-stop shop on your way to the rancher lease with ammo for ducks, dove, quail, deer, varmints, and even tin cans. Checking in by your hunting and fishing license at Teskey's Outdoors in Weatherford. Bring the trader. Deer blinds, feed, and feeders available, too. We have what you need and what you forgot to pack when you left the house. Teskey's Outdoors on the south side of I-20, just west of Weatherford. If you fry your turkeys during the holiday season and you're tired of the hassle of pots, open flames under hot oil, and sticky, oily messes, then it's time to take a good look at the Cajun Fryer by R&V Works. The original, the last fryer that you'll ever need to purchase. Cajun Fryer puts pro-level frying gear in your backyard or hunt and fish camp. These are high-performance, low-maintenance deep fryers that feature the heat source in the oil. Your oil heats from the inside out. If your family loves a fish fry, Cajun Fryer is a must. Because the heat source is suspended in the oil, small crumbs and pieces that burn fall to the bottom. So your oil stays much cleaner, many times lasting the entire year. Often imitated, never duplicated. Don't be fooled. Take a look at the original Cajun Fryer at CajunFryer.com. Fresh, crisp, delicious every time. CajunFryer.com Every animal that has ever roamed this planet was designed as hunted or hunter, predator or prey. We are hunters. If it were ever necessary, even the strictest vegan would return to the wild, driven to survive by the instincts of his ancestors. Those who hide behind the soft delusion of their own ignorance do so from within a civilization whose very being costs the lives of countless creatures every single day. Death is an undeniable fuel of life. This is the undeniable truth of existence. To live in balance with the planet that sustains us, we must admit and embrace the nature within us. Trust the hunter in your blood.
glad you're back. We still have some big fish to fry here at Kinder Outdoors. I don't know what's happening around your place, but around here the crappie have been trying to crawl right up on the bank. I mean, that's a, they can't wait to get to the fish fry. <laughs> great time to take the kids. Great time to teach yourself. If you're a newcomer, you don't need a lot of equipment, a lot of expensive stuff. Just a simple cane pole will do the trick with a bobber, a hook, a weight, and some bait, and you're off to the races. If you ever have any questions, give me a call. I'd love to talk to you. 1-877-820-2256. 1-877-820-BBKO. Let's get back to our conversation now with Brian Lynn with the Sportsman's Alliance. Brian Lynn, welcome back. I couldn't help but uh, notice a headline on uh, on the website, sportsmensalliance.org. You can see the story there, Delaware Bill, a bill in Delaware that bans barking dogs. Fill us in. What's that all about? Well, I, I'm sure this is one of those bills that started off as a good idea for city folks, and I understand. I mean, I work from home, and uh, if you got a dog that's just barking incessantly, uh, yeah, I love dogs, but sometimes I want to do something bad to it if I, it doesn't shut up after a couple <laughs> hours. I get it, you know. But a lot of I these bills, too. and we see this a lot, we see this a lot, that, like, it's a well-intentioned bill, but enforced to the letter of the law, sportsmen are going to be in trouble. So this bill was introduced to say that, you know, you can be fined if your dog barks for more than 15 minutes, right? So, okay, that works for the city folks, I guess. But what if you have a sporting dog kennel in the country? What if you're out in the country? There's no delineation of within city limits, out in the country, whatever. There's not even a delineation to say that during hunting. So if you have hounds, you know, Jason Coons or whatever, if it's barking and baying for more than 15 minutes, you're going to get cited. So that's one of those bills where it's like, okay, it was well-intentioned, it was meant for this audience and this application, but the way it's written, so broadly written, that it's going to catch sportsmen in this. So we need to get this fixed. Yeah, yeah. How do you go about getting that fixed? What do you do? Well, well usually we're uh, making calls to whoever introduced it and sponsored it and trying to say, hey, we need to get some exceptions made here and exempt hunting, exempt sporting dog kennels, exempt, you know, it, it, this application of it, you know. And so we do that, work on the back side, let people know so they call in. So they, uh, you know, their time is being spent answering phone calls and trying to explain to people that this, you know, is a good thing. Meanwhile, they get tired of it and they ask, you know, hey, stop calling us, stop bugging us. We'll say, no, give us an exemption, <laughs> you know, or change it or kill it, whatever needs to happen. So it's just uh, different uh, pressure points and uh, talking to them, if, whether they're open to talking or not. Sometimes they are, sometimes they're not. Sometimes you need to, well, unleash the hounds, I guess, <laughs> and let people call them all day. <laughs> but not for more than 15 minutes, okay? <laughs> but, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, if I'm a coon hunter, I'm training my dog to bay. Uh, and, uh, you right. know, yeah, this could be a right. bad deal. I'm, so. I'm a field trial guy, and uh, when I go to a field trial where we all come together with our dogs, there are dogs. Dogs barking from 6 a.m. 
until we wrap it up and haul them home that night. There's, you know, there's hundreds of dogs there, and yeah. a lot of them are going to be at any given moment barking. So this could affect a lot of people. Uh, this next segment or, or part that I want to talk about, and I've only got about four minutes to cover this, but we could just name it California because California's <laughs> always up. It's all they're always up to stuff in California. What's going on out there? Um, like the marketing yeah. bill. Yeah, yeah. There, there's always stuff coming out of California. Usually it's bad. Uh, the marketing bill is a, you know, perfect example. It's uh, a bill that was introduced, you know, kind of along the lines of, you know, you can't market cigarettes to kids. Well, they're saying you can't market guns to kids. And you can't market, you know, and marketing is a very broad term. Anything that would appeal to a to a child would be banned. Uh, I don't know how you educate a child without talking to them about guns, without showing them guns, without them handling guns, uh, without using guns that were specifically built for children. So your smaller guns, your smaller framed guns, uh, lower gauges, things like that. If they're designed for youth to use, it would become illegal. So it's one of those big way too broadly written bills that actually probably has a chance to pass since it's California. Hmm. They've been trying to ban bear hunting out there. How's that fight? Well, uh, yep, they've been trying. Last year they tried to ban it with a legislation. A guy out of uh, uh, San Francisco there uh, introduced a bill, and everybody had backlash. He quickly pulled it, which was good. This year, Humane Society just skipped trying to do a bill. They went straight to Fish and Wildlife and filed a petition saying to ban bear hunting. It's the same argument they've been using up and down the West Coast. Uh, here in Washington, California, they use in Colorado and Arizona and everywhere else, is they're saying that the science isn't good enough. We don't know what the populations are exactly. And so until we have an exact count of how many bears are in the woods, we can't hunt them. So that's what they asked uh, California Fish and Game to do was stop all bear hunting until that data was in hand, which of course is damn near impossible. And even if you do get a count, it's going to change by the time all the studies and everything else and the laws are complete. That went in, lots and lots of comments from both sides. Hunters were very actively engaged, so it was great to see. And it just came back the other day that uh, the California Fish and Game rejected the petition unanimously. There we go. So for right there now, they're safe. <laughs> Good news. We're talking to Brian Lynn with the Sportsmen's Alliance. If you're not a member, you ought to be. We're going to take a short break and then come back because I want you to set us straight on wolves. Brian, can you do that? I can give it a shot. Sportsman's Alliance is also actively involved in teaching our youngsters across the United States about hunting, fishing, the shooting sports, our heritage, trapping, boating, and you can have this pre-written curriculum in your high school. When Brian rejoins us after the coffee break, he'll tell us how to get that done. Phone number in the camp house, 1-877-820-BBKO, 1-877-820-2256. The website, Kinder, K-I-N-D-E-R, kinderoutdoors.com. Drop by, leave a picture for the bragging board like Brian did with his beautiful turkey that he shot just the other day. We'll get you or your youngster up on that bragging board for all the world to see. KinderOutdoors.com. Real easy to upload your photos from your phone, your iPad, laptop, whatever. 
And by the way, when you do check in with us, let us know where you listen and how you listen. We love to hear from you, and we love to hear how you hear us. AM, FM, satellite, podcast, broadcast, kinderoutdoors.com, K-I-N-D-E-R, kinderoutdoors.com, and leave a note on the camp house door, or give us a buzz, one eight seven seven eight twenty bbko It's Gary Loomis, and when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. Fish on! You've worked hard your entire life, and now that place is yours. Ensure the security of your livestock and wildlife with Tejas Ranch and Game Fence. You appreciate a job well done, and that's our focus at Tejas. High deer fence, horse and cattle specific fences, fences that keep the hogs out and the peace of mind intact. Decades of high performance in fencing, land clearing, and happy landowners. T-E-J-A-S, TejasRanchFencing.com. Introducing Canyon Valley Provisions. Grass-fed beef is high in omega-3s and conjugated linoleic acid, which is known as CLAs. In layman terms, it's a type of fat that your body can use, and it doesn't damage your heart or any part of your vascular system. Buy better beef for your family. We manage holistically, or some people call it regeneratively. We want everything that we do to be a part of our good stewardship of the land. We think that's what God's put us here to do, so... The cattle are healthy and the land's healthy. We want both. We don't want one or the other. If you were to buy a grass-fed, grass-finished steak by the pound, you'd pay anywhere from 18 to $30 a pound. But if you buy a quarter, half, or whole, you're ranging from anywhere $7.80 and below. So you're paying a third of the price for that steak and, you know, those good cuts. And you get a whole lot more bang for your buck when you buy in bulk. Don't let 2020 happen in your home again. CanyonValleyProvisions.com raising cattle in West Texas for five generations. It's time for spring turkeys. Stop in and see the fine folks at Marksman Firearms for guns, ammo, sights, scopes, and accessories. They've got stores in Granbury, Colleen, Mansfield, and Wichita Falls. Texas-owned, Texas-proud. Military and first responders get a 10% discount. And they offer 90-day layaway, same as cash. For more info, visit MarksmanFirearms.com. Make your mark at Marksman. Outdoor Texas Camps produces strong young women. Yeah, I was eight, so I was a camper for about three, four years. Like Faith, step one is attend an outdoor Texas camp. Get involved, and you never know where it will go from there. This camp like, gave me foundational skills of like how to plan, how to like what does responsibility look like. If they, they can come in knowing nothing and they will leave with a whole new set of skills. Top-notch instructors teaching outdoor skills, hunting, fishing, and the shooting sports. Young ladies growing confident in their abilities. Like this camp, like, yes, it's about hunting and fishing, and their skills learn, but I think they grow up in these camps. We see a kid that doesn't know what, honestly, what responsibility is, and they grow up. Outdoor Texas Camps is now taking enrollment for girls 9 to 17 with $400 scholarships available to young ladies in the North Texas area for Summer Camps 2022. Make it a summer of growth for the young lady in your life. It all starts at OutdoorTexasCamps.com. The Wild Sheep Foundation. Our purpose sounds simple, to put and keep wild sheep on the mountain. But from where we stand to the top of the mountain is a challenging and exciting journey. 
To be successful, we support the top scientific minds in wildlife research. We tell the story and history of the wild sheep in North America to those around us, like you. And step by step, we protect and grow wild sheep populations. If not for the Wild Sheep Foundation, more than $115 million in care, concern, and conservation work would not have happened over the past 40 years. Important work that has seen our wild sheep populations grow from 25,000 or so in the 1950s to more than 85,000 today. Learn more about the worldwide leader in wild sheep conservation. Secure a membership. Attend a banquet. Bid on an auction item. Make an impact on top of the mountain. WildSheepFoundation.org The Quail Coalition has drawn the line. Quail decline stops here. South and West Texas and Western Oklahoma are the last strong natural regions for wild bobwhite quail. We've all watched the drastic decline across the southern states of the iconic bobwhite. The Quail Coalition has vowed to do all within human power to not only stop quail decline, but build a future where the quail will flourish across all of its original habitat. If true quail conservation is important to you, please visit quailcoalition.org. Consider a membership, attend one of our fundraising banquets, and please consider starting a chapter in your home state. Together, let's sustain and restore huntable wild quail populations. Let's encourage and educate interested youth. Let's keep the most brilliant quail minds on earth working on a bright future for our quails. The first step, visit our website, quailcoalition.org. Sometimes our office is a bass boat. Tough job, but somebody's got to do it. Kinder Outdoors. Sportsman's Alliance, not only fighting for our hunting rights, fishing rights, trapping rights, but also educating the next generation of outdoors men and women. I asked Brian Lynn about their educational programs for students. So what we've worked on now for the last year or so, and actually we're just wrapping up our first year of it, is Conservation Adventures. It's a science curriculum that is in public high schools, and it is fantastic. It's, uh, we were in 71 schools this year, about 2,000 kids, and it is a daily science class. They're learning principles of science through the North American model of conservation. So they're learning every single day a new aspect of it, and it's centered around the things that fund the model, hunting, fishing, trapping, boating, and sports shooting. And so they learn all this stuff. It's very hands-on where they're doing labs, testing the breaking strength of fishing knots. Instead of dissecting a frog, state employee will bring in a deer carcass, skin it, quarter it out, give the kids a chunk. They'll butcher it down into steaks and chops and things, find out where the organs are. It's just been a phenomenal success so far. Wow, I guess so. What if someone is listening today, a principal, a school board member, a parent, and they want this in their school? Yeah, just call us up at the Sportsman's Alliance, and we will. We have a team of guys that, uh, you know, are educators that uh, know how to help you push put this through your uh, school board. If you're a teacher, they'll help you do it. It's a complete turnkey operation. So for the teacher, there's lesson plans already made. There's labs made. Uh, you know, we're kind of a hub, so we can connect you with your local NWTF chapter or deer guy or the state guy who can come in and help do those labs 
And, uh, yeah, we'd love to have it. It's phenomenal and it's so important for kids to understand this stuff, especially when so much of what's decided happens by public opinion, ballot initiative, social media. We want these kids to have this understanding of the model so that when it comes time for them to vote or there is a ballot initiative or legislation, they can go, you know what, this doesn't quite make sense. I remember in high school I took this class, or that's not how this works, and they reject those ideas. Any uh, any truck stop up and down any interstate in any state whatsoever, even if they don't have a wolf in their state, any truck stop will sell you an Afghan with a picture of a howling wolf on it. They're very popular, Brian, in a lot of places. People either love them. Yeah. Or they hate them. <laughs> People that have to deal with them every day with their livestock are not real fond of them. What There's been a big wolf fight in our nation for years. Can you kind of put it in a nutshell for folks that don't understand? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, the wolves were reintroduced into the Yellowstone area. Up in the Great Lakes, they were never ex- extirpated. They've always been there. But they they were all listed under the Endangered Species Act. Therefore, no state management takes control. Wisconsin, Michigan, Minnesota, huge populations out of control have surpassed all thresholds for delisting. That's been a court case Sportsman's Alliance have been fighting for about 15 years now, maybe a few years longer. And they're running out of arguments. And the last court case or the last ruling from that case said, nope, they're going to stay listed but they upheld our argument saying that they can be delisted by distinct population. The animal rights movement said distinct population, you can only put them on the list, you know, if a section or a couple of states of the populations, you can only put them on the list, you can't take them off. They upheld that we said we can take them off, so now the uh, fishing and wildlife just has to kind of go through the process, dot the I's, cross the T's, show that they've done the work, to delist them. So that's the way forward in wolves. There's also a lower 48 wolf listing. If you remember, uh, the Trump administration delisted wolves throughout the lower 48. That went to court. It was rejected. So that's left all the wolves except the ones in Wyoming and uh, Wyoming, Idaho, and uh, Montana back on the endangered species list. So no state management. So the way forward is distinct population segment, it looks like, and the wheels of justice in the court system are super slow. Like I said, it's been almost two decades when we fighting the battle, and we're still fighting it, and we'll keep fighting it. Mm. Yeah, and that fight just goes on and on and on. The, the, the wolf has kind of become the poster boy, along with the grizzly, uh, for the yep. anti-hunting crowd. Yeah, it's uh, they're big money makers too. So you start throwing things out on social media with wolves and grizzlies and talk about, you know, sacred this and sacred that and and whatever else and make this emotional appeal, uh, people give money. So it's a cash cow. So they love using it. They put a, you know, they don't show the grizzly bear or the wolf eating somebody's cow or somebody what somebody looks like after they're mauled. And they show them with pups or they show the pups or the cubs, you know, a mama bear with uh with some grizzly cubs, and people just have this visceral internal reaction, and Disney movies come to mind, and everybody wanting to save things that 
they don't understand and that management is needed. And so it's a big emotional appeal and grab that works for them and makes them a ton of money. Yep, there you go. Uh, take a look at the Sportsman's Alliance website. Great website, by the way, very informative. Uh, if you're interested in these things, you could spend a half a day uh, cruising around the website. Click on Government Affairs when you get there, and you can scroll down to uh, a U.S. map and click on your home state and find out what kind of legislative issues, what kind of issues uh, that affect hunters, fishers, outdoors men and women uh, in your state just very quickly. Uh, lots going on, uh, you know, with the exotic game and food banks in Texas and uh, the, they're always after our dogs in every state, hunting dogs. Uh, so you can get uh, read up and fed up and, and uh, make your donation uh, to the uh, – you ought to use that as your slogan, get read up and fed up at sportsmansalliance.org. <laughs> I like it. I like <laughs> and, it. And help these guys out. When we open the show, we talked about memberships a little bit. I want you to do that again before we wrap it up, Brian. Yeah, just join on online there, sportsmen's, M-E-N-S, sportsmen'salliance.org. Anything you want uh, from $35 on up, uh, business partners, whatever. If you're, if you're in the, in the outdoors as a, you know, company, you can join as a business partner, get advertising the magazine online, whatever it is, however you want to give to us, there's a way to do it. Legal defense fund or just a straight donation, kids, whatever, your market. However you want to do this, we're happy to uh, have the support and to try to protect our passions and heritage going forward. Yeah, and that spring fling, they're going to give away a bunch of guns at the Sportsman's Alliance, and you don't have to be present to win. This thing is coming up real soon, uh, and all of the details for the 2022 spring fling gun bash uh, coming up real soon. Uh, or it can be found at sportsmensalliance.com, and it is coming up next month in May. Yep, and you don't have to be present, so you can uh, buy a ticket and 42 guns being given away. you got a pretty good chance there. There you go. Brian, it's always a pleasure to talk to you, and uh, I'm going to be bugging you again from time to time, okay? Always appreciate it. You holler anytime, Billy. Always a wealth of information, Brian Lynn and the Sportsman's Alliance. And one more time, I'll tell you, you can visit me at kinderoutdoors.com, K-I-N-D-E-R, and link, click on that link to the Sportsman's Alliance and learn more about these guys. They're very, very active in defending your rights as a hunter, fisher, trapper, outdoors man or woman. Hey, we're all out of time. we got to go. I want to thank uh, you for hanging out with us in this old camp house this week. And I thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for the time we have together each week, week in, week out. It's truly a blessing to be able to spend this time with you. I hope you'll come back and join us again next time around. And until then, may God richly bless you and your bunch. <laughs> <laughs>